You're listening to the smartest guys in marketing, the best show on the planet for client businesses to learn about traffic, funnels, sales, conversions, and marketing coolness. Chris and Taylor are the founders of Traffic and Funnels, a digital marketing consultancy helping you get paid clients from cold traffic daily. Now, here are your hosts, Chris and Taylor. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Smartest Guys in Marketing. Here with your hosts, Chris Evans and Taylor Welch. You got a little laugh when you say it. Here with your host. Here with your host. Man, I feel like it's been a while since we've done a podcast. Yeah, well, it has. We kind of batch them out, but we're back with a vengeance. Back in black, baby. Speaking of, you are black. You're wearing all black today. I I can say that. Yeah. So in this podcast, we're talking about the death of the guru. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, man. We've noticed something interesting lately. Tell us. Where guys and maybe gals who used to be kings in the business and marketing world are and losing. Queens. queens, yeah. Unless they transitioned, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, they've, they've lost their way. Yeah. And uh, they're at a place where they're terrified. And so we just have some interesting thoughts on that and maybe how we as the new guard and how you, if you're currently in business, can avoid some of these mistakes so that you don't wake up one day and realize, oh my God, what happened to my business? <laughs> like all the yeah. things I used to do, they don't work anymore. So we want to ho- hopefully help you avoid that today. Yeah, hundred percent. Like the the unfortunate thing, I think, because dude, uh, Chris, yesterday you were talking about people who come in and they apply to work with us being guys you used to look up to back in the day. Yeah. When you know before you hit puberty in the marketing world. Yeah. And uh, and now they're applying to work with us, and you were just like, I remember you had like a moment yesterday. Where you were like, Oh my gosh, you know. I think the unfortunate thing is these people now are struggling. It didn't have to be that way. Like they didn't have to lose their preeminence in the marketplace, but they did. And they were, it was because of choices that they made. And some of them are still stuck because of the choices they're making today. And you made a post. It's really, really good. And we should put this in the show notes about kind of your observance of this. Um, you talked about some of the things that have caused these guys and girls to kind of go down the crapper, you know? Yeah. Yeah. The things that uh, have, you know, they've stopped learning, they've stopped innovating, they got entitled, they got arrogant. And because of that, they've been overtaken. You know, other people have come behind them silently and started being that value proposition and just overtook their position in the market. Because what you used to be able to do is just build a list and essentially like spam the crap out of them. And people would buy because they didn't really know any different. Now, that's not the case. People want someone who's honest with them and who they can trust and who has integrity and who has their best interests at heart. And so it's, it's really unfortunate, you know, this has happened, but it has because these guys, you know, they took, took, and they took some more and they just use their following and their email list as that, you know, that magical ATM machine. Yeah. And they're in a really, really sucky place now. They're scared to death because like we, we're, we've had these conversations with gurus, right? And they can barely afford to pay their bills now where they used to make millions of dollars a year. Yeah. Right. And I know people are gonna, going to be wondering, and I've actually gotten messages, dude, who are you talking about? Like, who is this? If you pay attention, you'll see. I mean, we're not going to name names here. 
at this point. I will. Message me. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Not really. So, yeah, you can see it. I think what we do is like we kind of we can break down like some of the mistakes these guys have made and then also talk about some of the ways that you can hedge yourself from this happening to you in the yeah. future. Because there are steps like that you can take and we're taking and most of the the things we're talking about is like how you think about you, your business, your market. And everybody wants the tactics like, oh, this person is not a guru anymore because they messed up their Facebook pixel. No, that's never it. Like, you know, or their, their, their Facebook account got banned. No, that's not, that's never the case. It's never a tactical fail yeah. that causes your downfall. It's always a strategic misuse of your own confidence, your own education, your own, you know, preeminence that causes you to think differently, more highly of yourself than you should, et cetera. And so I think we can get into some of the things that people can do that are listening to prevent this from happening. But a couple of things that I think lend to this is we talk about this all the time. Like your greatest threat to future success is past success. Mm. Biggest threat. Maybe the only other threat that can come close to that is like burnout, you know, because when you get burned out, like you just don't care yep. about life anymore. But I think like the biggest threat to you learning and innovating and adapting and meeting the different challenges that come your way is thinking that you've had so much success, you don't have to work at it anymore. Yep. Do you agree? Absolutely. What's the Bill, the Bill Gates quote? Yeah. If you guys don't know who Bill Gates is, he founded Microsoft. <laughs> uh, if you don't know who Bill Gates is, we can't help you. Bill Gates said, uh, success is a lousy teacher and makes smart people think that they cannot lose. Oh my gosh. That's so, so good. true. Dude, Bill Gates, Jeff Bezos, or as uh, one of our staff, Alex, likes to call him Bezos. <laughs> it's okay. He's Guatemalan. So he, yeah. <laughs> nah, Jeff Bezos, all of these guys, Steve Jobs is the same way. And this is in that book, Great by Choice. They diagnose these top CEOs, these masterminds, business wizards. And every single one of them, they really don't put much stock into their wins. They celebrate a little bit, but more than anything else, like the commonality between those guys is like they don't, success doesn't get to their head. It just doesn't get to their head. In fact, I was just reading the Everything Store and when they went public and they got their IPO, Jeff was in a diff, he was out of the country and he found out that his staff was celebrating and he called his COO and he said, tell him to stop celebrating. Dang. He said, stop celebrating. The number's not big enough. We're not good enough. We're not big enough. And I think that you can go too far with this. I really do. Yeah. Like, I think that this can get out of balance. But they don't let wins and successes, like, define the trajectory of their companies. They're very yeah. balanced in, like, making sure that they don't learn the wrong lessons from winning. Yeah. And that's why they're still around, you know? Yeah. It's interesting because we thought we had a problem. Right. Cause for us in our business, we were like, the goal was so far out and it was a hundred grand a month. And then when we hit that goal, it was like, we feel like we're not doing anything. <laughs> like we feel like we suck. And like it just, it continues to be like out ahead of us. And I think that is a healthy thing. And I think as entrepreneurs, it's our responsibility to learn how to balance that to where we don't just think we're like, you know, on top of the world and everybody is you know, worse than us and there are peasant servants. But also that's not unhealthy because, you know, here our, our goal is to have a healthy business, healthy family, you know, everything. Um, so for us, it can't, one thing can't be a sacrifice 
from the other. So a few things, what we kind of just have realized that these guys have done, and then we can talk about how to stay ahead. That work for you? Oh yeah, bro. I'm loving where you're going. You're killing <laughs> so it. So right one now. thing, one thing the gurus have done is they've relied on yesterday's momentum. They thought Oof. it would never end. Oof. Oh, momentum is a virtue. <laughs> <laughs> their ego clouded their judgment. Yeah. You know, they thought that because they had a success yesterday that it's guaranteed tomorrow. And hey, this That's is stuff ego. that we're tempted to do as well. We face these yep. same tempt- temptations. Every once in a while, someone will come in and they'll be like, I don't really know why you're telling me to do this. And my tendency, because I'm a little bit less refined than Chris is with his many, many years to be humbled that I don't have. But my tendency is to be like, who the crap are you? You make like $30 a month and you're coming in for help. Like, But then it's like, there's great danger in allowing that ego to cloud what's right and wrong to you. And, and that's a great, that's a really good point to stay humble in it and to always yeah. be open to another person's view and how it can improve yours. Yeah. They stopped innovating. I think this is a major one. Sorry, bro. I didn't mean to interrupt your flow there. No, man, it's good. It's all good. That was good. <laughs> so they stopped innovating. This is crucial. If you want to stay so, in the forefront, I just of your feel market. like you don't I just feel like you don't compliment me enough <laughs> when I say good things. <laughs> bro, that was the best thing I've ever heard in my life. And Thanks, those bro. glasses that you have on right now just make you this puts it over so the top. Smart. And everybody, I just want you to know that Taylor's wearing jeans today. I am. Like, dude, I decided- what is a special occasion? Like, are you taking Lindsay out on a date or? Just decided to grow up. All right, they stopped innovating. Stopped investing in their brand and giving value to the market. We see that as, as kind of the same thing, mm-hmm. right? Giving value to the market is investing in your brand. They took and they took and they took, right? They lied and misrepresented the truth and they lost trust with their market. And then here's one that I want to add to the bottom of this is they did not surround themselves with the right people to keep them on the right path. You took that from me. You saw my notes and took that. Pretty sure I got that out of the Bible. (laughs) (laughs) Dang it. (laughs) That's so true. But it's true, right? Like, you know, we have our wives and they humble us every day of our lives. They do not care how much money we make. They're just they like, give no craps. Babe, take the trash out. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> yes, I'm sorry. Sorry, I forgot. Please don't hit me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But yeah, just like the other thing too is being open and willing to be corrected. No matter how much money you make, how big you get, if you ever get to a point where you're not willing to be criticized constructively by someone, then you are on a dangerous path. Yeah. So those are a few thoughts on why they're where they are. So T-Money, how do people avoid this problem? Four things, four key bullets. Pull over to the side of the road. Here we go. Write Here them down. Go. Bullet number one, what's working today requires you to be around people who know what's working today. Oh, that's so confusing. Your environment is is probably the number one lever that you can push, pull to get what you want. Can I add a note to that? I would love for you to do nothing else than add a note <laughs> to that. Speaking in opposites today. Yeah, go. So for you older veterans out there, you know, the, the young people, a lot of them are on the forefront 
And as technology is becoming a big part of industry, business, marketing, a lot of times you have to put your past successes on the back burner and be willing to learn from the young bucks who are out there who have figured it out what's working today and accept what they're telling you and listen to what they're telling you and uh, follow their instruction because they're the new breed, right? So, so and that is a little note. That doesn't mean that that um, everybody old is no longer no longer has it. You know, there are guys yeah. out there like you know, guys like Kern who, geez, he's sixty years old, like just you know, seventy at least. He's like, <laughs> he taught my dad how to do marketing when my dad was young. Not really, but he he's innovated. He's stayed hip with with the market. I think that the biggest thing here is attitudinal. It's not aptitudinal. Like everybody has the aptitude. Everybody has the ability, but some people just don't have the attitude because their ego gets in. Yep. You know, thing number two, always think, how can I use this? Not I've already mm-hmm. done that. So when you're listening to guys like us or other people who, you know, based on their results that they know what they're talking about and you're sitting there and you're thinking, I've already tried that. I've already tried that. I've already tried that. You deserve to be stuck. I don't even care about you anymore. Like your attitude is so janked up. Like, good luck. Switch that around. How can I use this? How can I, what am I missing here? I saw a post the other day in a digital marketer group. People were roasting a guy named Ryan. who's the ask a guy, our buddy, uh, Levesque. <laughs> and they were like, he sends too many emails. And I just got mad, dude. I was just like, you are a bunch of, uh, like learn from people, learn from the market around you. <laughs> Sorry. It's amazing how many poor people have an opinion. Yeah. So think, how can I use this? Not I've already done that. Don't take criticism personally. Don't take compliments personally. Either one of them all goes to your head. The response to both should be gratitude. Someone says, hey, I don't like what you do. I don't like anything about you. I don't like your beard. I don't like what you stand for. Gratitude. Kill yourself. Oh, man, thanks for taking the time to tell me that. Okay, man, I'm super thankful that not everyone in the world's like them. Or somebody says, you know, you guys are amazing. You're literally the best on the planet. Gratitude. Gratitude, I feel like, is the antidote to a lot of the stuff we're talking about. Yeah. And then number four, recognize your own areas of overcompensation. We have spent a whole episode talking about this, but um, overcompensation is very, it's dangerous in marketing. Tactically, it's dangerous in personal development philosophically. And when you see people who are, you know, they have a lack of confidence or a lack of skill here, the tendency is to overcompensate. And so you got to recognize your own areas where you're trying to learn and not overcompensate in those areas. So good. Anything else, bro? That's it, man. The death of the guru. Next week, we're going to teach you how to be a guru if you've previously died as a guru. <laughs> and we're calling it the rebirth of the guru. The resurrection. Yeah. Not really. Not really. We're going to talk about more obligations and such the next week. So it's getting heavy. Peace out. Hey, real quick. Do it. Do it. Really Let super it out. professional. Let it out, man. <laughs> hey, go check out the memos. Trapkinfunnels.com slash memos is where we send you in the mail a newsletter. It's about six, eight pages every month. We talk about our business. We break down a lot of amazing things. We have like people just love it. They're mad when they don't get it like on the 10th of every month. You know, it's delayed a day or two. So go check that out. Get there are on people there. who have left their wives to marry the memos. That's a lie. <laughs>
Sorry. All right, we'll be talking about there's more obligations next week. (laughs) All right, see you guys. This is the podcastfactory.com.